Welcome back to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Eric. And I'm Court. And hopefully the everyone's asleep and we have the internet to ourselves and like 12 other people and so we can record this without any problems. Are you dreaming? I could be. <laughs> yeah, this is all a dream. It has to be. <laughs> I mean, we're in the apocalypse. Let's just go for it. Yeah. So, okay. So season 10, the second half of season 10 of The Walking Dead, we only got seven episodes, but that's okay. That's okay. Because they were mostly pretty good. What, epi- what episode did we start with? Because I get because they break up the season, so I get confused on what episode we're on when we, we come back with, from our with the one with them in the cave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when but they, when they escape the, the cave. Right, but what was the episode number in terms of the whole season? Oh, nine. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. Because it's like I'm lost. I went, what part? What? what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because so much time goes by. Just normally, so much time goes by. You know, this breaking up of the season thing just really yeah doesn't make me happy. So, so when they did that, when they were in the cave and trying to get out, they had me really angry because they almost killed Jerry. Mm-hmm. And you know, oh I always gosh. say, you know, if they they kill Jerry, I riot. And so I was, I was getting ready to riot there. And so good for them. <laughs> yeah. Cause you've them. been kind of, okay, let me ask you real quick before we get into this, you've been kind of teetering on the show for the last couple of years. It did this la- last half of the season, like get you back engaged and have you fearful of losing some of our favorites? You know, how, what do you feel? overall? Yeah, I mean, of this I was, season? I was, I, I was fearful of lo- losing Jerry, but then, you know, later in the season, you know, with, um, it's like, well, you know, this, this episode might be a good time for Carol to go. And, mm-hmm. but that was of mm. course, after I'd heard that she'd already signed a deal for, you know, the next year. So, <laughs> you know, just knowing stuff like that, it's like, wait a minute, I shouldn't, I shouldn't look at the news that, you know, mm-hmm. about the deals and the casting and this and that and the other. Because, you know, I mean, we're also all thinking that uh, shouldn't um, Ezekiel, shouldn't he go soon? Maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe that's happening in the, in the season finale that we're going to see later this year. So I don't know, but yeah, I, I am a little more engaged with this half of the season and I think I would give it maybe a four out of five mm-hmm. not bad court mm-hmm. i don't i don't know how you've been feeling about uh the walking dead so how have you because you know it's on its 10th season how have, you, how have you felt about the show was it kind of waning for you or have you been engaged and enjoying it all the way through mm, no i think it started waning for me around maybe season six or seven and i actually stopped watching for maybe two seasons <gasps> and I, yeah i did i did so what and- brought you back um, I came back, I did see Carl's death, um, and Brad, Brad always said he would come back and watch it if um, they ever killed off Rick. And I said, that's not going to happen. They're never going to kill oh, Rick. Yeah. And I'm going to watch it. And I said, I- I'm, I'm going to stop watching if they ever kill Rick. And of course, I start watching once Rick's gone. 
Um, Because I watched his last episode and I was very happy with how they ended that with the door kind of open. And it felt like it had new energy, like when he was gone after they did the time jump and everything. And then the whispers came like I was really pulled in with that storyline. So like it felt like the show again for me with that storyline. I feel like the um, like the Negan stuff dragged on way too long. You mean them just. Him, I mean, them the saviors or them mm-hmm. well the, the saviors and then like afterward and like the infighting between our group like everybody mad at each other like i kind of <laughs> i wasn't watching but i was aware of different things that was happening okay yeah 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 now i, I love jeffrey dean morgan i've loved him Maybe. forever so i'm glad he's still around no this is not what i want i want them working together and fighting off some other foe and when we have the whispers come in and boy was i mean you know yeah um maybe then everybody's you know like i mean it was it's been amazing and she was it was she introduced she was introduced last season so it's the second Uh season of of them correct yep yeah yeah i mean they really uh the whispers have really been and still continue to be um, a force to reckon with. Yeah, like they made um, the show I, scary again. Yeah, because you yeah. can lose anybody at a moment, at any moment, you know, mm-hmm. and that's good. Yep. And we have, we still are missing, um, uh, forgetting the name of uh, our death uh, character. Uh-huh. She's still. Connie. Yeah. Yeah. But she's I all filming say- a movie or something, right? <laughs> Or, that's or that's the real reason why she was gone. I love how you step out. You step out, and you know what everybody's doing. So you know, you always know in advance if some. And yeah. then you read the comic books. Yeah. So you always know if somebody's coming in or going out. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think she was in the comic. And so. they twist things sometimes. They'll they'll change the story. Yeah, they do because Carol's still around. <laughs> well, let I me can't... ask you. Uh, let me ask you this: since you guys uh, read the comic, uh, or at least Susan does. Um, was Negan killing Alpha in the comic books? He did. He did kill her, yeah. And killed her with Carol implementing the... Uh, no, Carol a... died in the prison. Oh, so, that's right. That's right. Um, but yeah, he was... He he did do it to get back in the good graces of our main group. And did it work in the comic book? Or still are they pretty leery of him in the comic book? Yeah, I'm. I'm... I'm looking that up. Because you haven't you haven't read the last version of the comic book, or have you read all of it? I comic have. Books? I've I've read it all, but I've forgotten mm-hmm. what happened to him in the in the comic. It must be interesting being a fan of the show and the comic book. The two universes of it, you know what I mean? The two separate universes, like you said, Carol died. I think Rick dies in the comic book too, doesn't he? Well, I don't want to spoil anything for people. <laughs> haven't read the comic book, but if you haven't read the comic book by now, come on. So yeah, with uh, Rick, definitely. Well, I mean, it just ended what last fall, last mm-hmm. summer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there, there are people still catching up. All right, but I thought Rick died early earlier in the comic book series, not this last chapter. Am I wrong? Read it and see. Okay. (laughs) That's why I I like talking to you, Susan. You keep keep it quiet. Keep it under your hat. (laughs) 
I can, I'll tell you off the air. <laughs> or I you mean, say this is a you you do what normally people do. This is a spoiler section. Well, no, but I mean <laughs> for the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I they really caught me on. I did not see. I did not see it. I did not see. Carol and Negan working together on that, and hats off to the show for doing that. Nice surprise. Yeah. yeah, that what was other... a surprise. Mm -hmm. But I'd been we we were recording something, and I think Susan, you answered a question for me. So when it happened later that night, I was like, oh, "This is what Susan meant." So it was really fun. Okay. Um, oh, because when they were yeah. bumping uglies the episode before, you were expecting something else to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, and then I was surprised that it did. <laughs> I, I didn't know that it was going to happen in the show like that. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And can we talk about that? See, that was so funny. Them standing there in just their socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, if he doesn't get back in the group after this, like, it's just wrong. I yeah. know he did some stuff. I'll always remember Glenn, but yeah, he made up for it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But you know, life goes on here here in LA. Uh, I've got our recycle truck coming through and picking up the recycling. So if that's what you hear in the background, that's what's going on. So life still continues in the apocalypse. Uh, and I'm sure there's even more trash than before we're at home. Did I alone again? I think you're below. I can hear you again. There I am. Yeah, I said I sent a text message of as to where it dropped <laughs> off. <laughs> so did it? Uh, so I dropped out, or you yeah, dropped out? I I did. Yeah, you were you were so still talking. So, so maybe it's well, in the recording. Good. I'll listen back and hear yeah, all this. Hopefully. Well, what I, what I was saying, so you can hear it. As I was saying, uh, even in the apocalypse, the uh, recycle truck still comes by and picks up the trash because oh. <laughs> uh, that's what was going on when you dropped out. So you really don't need to hear that because it was pretty oh, okay. loud. But uh, more importantly, I'm sure our our uh, landfills are having problems because since we're all at home, I'm sure we're producing more trash than normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? So, okay. And that brings up this other thing. <laughs> so are you, are you doing any quarantine cleaning at home? Because I was, I was yes. quarantine cleaning and I, you know, produced a lot of things that I had to take to the recycling center. <laughs> I haven't gotten that. Well, I did do a, a, a uh, hazardous waste dump, but I think that was before the apocalypse hit. Um, but yes, you always, there's always, pro I mean, I went and bought a bunch of power tools. I'm going to work on my cat's cat house that I've always wanted to do for the past two years, build her a special enclosure so she can go outside and hang out and have fun. We have a little tent for her that she currently crawls out into every day, but it'd be nice to have something a little more uh, solid and, and more artistically, uh, like it'll be cool. I'm going to, yeah. uh, try to design something really neat and fun for her. Um, so that she can have many layers to climb up and maybe even at some point link it into the tree that's in our backyard so she can actually crawl and have like a cat house in the, uh, in the thing. So there, I am doing projects and trying to, 
uh, keep up with stuff around the house. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time, I've been volunteering a lot to have, do outreach to the community and take care of people. So um, I haven't done as much cleaning as I would like on that. And then like, I've always brought, I've never been the one to kick off your shoes when you enter the house. Well, now not only do I kick off my shoes, I sanitize them. <laughs> so our our front area is now what you like to call the uh, mud mud porch. What do they what do they call it back east back in the, back uh, in mud the room? Way? Okay, yeah, yeah, a mud room. So now our entryway is now a mud room where we kick everything off. Because like I said, I don't bring anything into the house, so let's try to avoid bringing stuff in. Which is a little you know it's a little kooky, but I'd rather be safe than sorry. And not cookie at all. You're on the safe side. It's good. Yeah, just make a safe zone, you know. And speaking of safe zone, you were talking about people in their socks looking looking at each other and having little photographies. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, I do think there is going to be a baby boom uh, oh, after sure. this too. You know, mm -hmm. hopefully people are being smart now, but as we start to come out of it, I think there'll be a baby boom, you know, because you know, it is a little alarming that they can't even, women are giving birth by themselves or with one person in the room with them. It's like, it's, ugh, this is not the time to get sick. It's not the time to get, like, my kidney stone that happened last year. I'm glad it happened last year than this mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like health crisis, you know. Um, I just had a friend have a cancer, you know, she's going through cancer and she just had a surgery right as this was hitting. Mm -hmm. so so it's good I'm glad that she's not having to go in now and get her surgery I mean it's just yeah <sighs> yeah and my my checkup is scheduled for June you know I have my my next scan and that'll probably be uh moved a couple months later well mm -hmm. I, I hope not I hope they can somehow safely get you in there because you know cancer is a very you know yeah you got to stay on top of these type of things, but that to go back to the show, we're watching poor Ezekiel yeah. go, go through, we're watching him go through this. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, and yeah. I was hoping that when we got to um, the tower episode, which ended up being our season finale, that we'd be able to find a medical facility. And, and where are they, by the way, do you guys know where they're at? What city they're in? I have no idea. They show this the uh, in episode uh, fourteen. They show the skitty city skyline, but I'm unfamiliar with it. So I was wondering if we knew uh, where our heroes were, where the tower is. Yeah, well, just the city that they're in. I don't meet, know where because we meet our new character. I was oh, well, again in the comic <laughs> that was DC. Oh. Where um, they met Princess. Yeah. Well, we're definitely not in D.C. No. I'm sure somewhere online it, it'll tell us. If, you, if anybody's listening, please let us know. Because weren't they <laughs> they headed towards West Virginia or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was it that Eugene, uh, the rendezvous point? Where was, where was it? Oh. I don't even know where they are now. I don't even know where Alexandria is in reference to what isn't that near dc i i have no yeah i just kind of forgotten because you know like, of course that's your out. neighborhood <laughs> yeah alexandria is like right near dc 
Okay. So here's that recycle truck I was mentioning. He's coming back around for the other side of the street now. Okay. You hear, you hear it in the background. That's what's going on. <laughs> so life goes on in the apocalypse. Thank God. So, uh, so yeah, if we can figure out what city we're in, uh, that would be great. But the, the fact that uh, he has to go through his cancer and how long we're going to have him in the show because of that. As a matter of fact, I was really fearful uh, when I was watching and they did the Talking Dead and he was on, you know, anytime they do the Talking Dead and you see actors, you're like, uh-oh. Oh. A little worried. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, and the Talking Dead was really annoying once they went to the uh, home show. Uh-huh. So Why? Why is little, that? Well, they're... Um, <laughs> what I like to call subtle racism. <laughs> so uh, whenever they had uh, people of color, they would be on the bottom row, all the white people on the top. Oh, row. really? Mm-hmm. So. And it's, wow. it's, it's automatic. So No, it isn't, actually. I do think that show is highly edited, to tell you the truth. Um, I do think they uh, film it, they do it, at least a day earlier. I don't think it's live anymore. As a matter of fact, it isn't live because when they were, well, your New York feed well, could have been live. Didn't they have like a listener questions or anything? What uh, viewer uh, questions? Yeah. So. Yeah. But, they, but the way, it just feels like it's edited in some way. At least, mm -hmm. maybe, it's, maybe it's different. Maybe there's two shows like the Tonight Show you know, maybe, or Saturday Night Live, maybe there's two shows because it, uh, or at least there used to be, and now they do one and they kind of edit. It just feels that there's a little bit of editing, but maybe it's all live. You know, maybe they have some kind of controller that jumps between the cameras and, and everything. You know what I mean? I mean, it's fascinating mm -hmm. how it's changed our, our world in terms of producing a show like that, how that's changed and how they are accommodating that and there is some mm -hmm. there is some editing going on or somebody is behind the scenes making decisions right. on, who to, on who to cut to full screen and stuff so there is somebody making those editorial or live production decisions mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so it I, I would love to read an article how they're pulling that off how they're doing that show and staying safe you know, yeah, the, yeah, it's pretty cool. That, that and it's part interesting. Of it. Yeah, and it's interesting to watch the news programs handling right, it too. Doing the, the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. the host the host of these news programs being in their own basement or their own house with the TV behind them and shooting all their stuff. And this is it's, yeah. it's fascinating how we're adjusting to mm -hmm. the new normal very yeah, quickly. One of the one of the um local news guy news reporters I he's a reporter slash anchor he posted a an Instagram photo of his setup at home and he's got some professional equipment I guess they dropped it off there from the studio so because like no you wouldn't have those kind of lights and <laughs> that camera he you know he's not just on his iPhone right yeah but the fact that they have it all set up and then the person has to do their show from whatever part of their house they can accommodate. Right. Uh, this and I am having fun. Actually, it was fun to watch the the, the um, Talking Dead and seeing what actors, what their 
what their houses look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. So for instance, Ezekiel needs to get some art on his walls, man. He had the most sterile, bland. He just had a couch behind him and white walls. It's like, dude, get some artwork in there. <laughs> or, you know, maybe he just wanted to keep all his personal stuff private. So, you know. Oh, no, let it shine. <laughs> all right. All right. And you know what I was surprised also about how bad Chris Hardwick's audio is? <laughs> it's like he sounds like he's talking through a can. He's probably just using the microphone on his laptop. And you know that he does a podcast. He's got some good microphones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't kind of, I don't understand that with him, I, I, that he should have something a little more professional or even just a, like what we're doing, just put, you have a microphone, right, Susan? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just mm-hmm. wearing my uh, headset, so the. Yeah, and even that sounds better than little, Chris Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, and I'll, I'll hold it up sometimes to get even better audio. So, and how about you, Court? Um, I'm, I've been using my iPad and the microphone, microphone seems pretty good on that. Very so good, good the actually. iPad, yeah. Okay. That's excellent, actually. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, all three of our audio is better. <laughs> <laughs> and like you said, he's a podcaster. Can't somebody just get him a, a plug-in microphone? Right. You know, yeah. that's funny. That is funny. Mm-hmm. The things you notice in the apocalypse. Yep. So yes. So I I personally don't believe that Negan will fully be accepted. I just, I, I, I love him on the show. I love the dynamic. I see the humanity in him, but I still can't forgive him for what he did to our group. And let's talk about that special episode. Uh, um, Michonne's, Michonne's episode. Episode yeah. and using her psychedelic dream to travel back in time. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that was what... our, our leftovers connection. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Do yeah, explain. because the guy, uh, Virgil, uh, he played John Murphy in The Leftovers. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it looks like we'll be seeing more of him in that little. Yeah, that's story, right. Right. Which is great, too, because I don't trust him either. So that'll be an interesting. Oh, not oh, at all. But, but since Michonne isn't there to tell to warn everybody, will he become a new villain to our. Now, was he going to. I was, I don't know. Was he going to meet up with our group again or? Well, he's at, we see a shot. Yeah. We see a shot of him back on shore and he's in the seaside community and noticing nobody's there. Okay. In the, in the trailer, you know? Um, So I just have to assume that he's going to run into our gang. And since she isn't there to tell him what he did, nobody will know. Mm Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That was so hard. It was so heartbreaking finding out what happened to his family. And yet mm-hmm. it's kind of a double. He, he's he's um, I don't know what to think of him because he's so weak. And yet to be able to lock up his colleagues and to then lock up Michonne and, and drug her. It's what what is he doing? Yeah. In the in that world, like what? Who is he? Like, like who were those other people? Were they scientists? What were they? What, what it were sounded they? like it, yeah. Yeah. At some kind of research station, a naval mm-hmm. base or whatever. But it also looks like wherever Rick's 
whoever Rick is in with who will learn. It, it's actually this trailer they so showed. So maybe they're really related good. to that group. No, oh, what was really, yeah, what was really fascinating was seeing the trailer and seeing that the group that Rick might be with is the group that we're going to start the new show with, which starts next week, right? No, no, it was delayed. Oh, it's been delayed? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I didn't even hear that. Damn. Mm -hmm. Why are they delaying that? They should be done with post on that. Well, so, somebody else in one of the other groups <clears throat> said it's because they can't do all the promotion and stuff for it. So. Well, who gives a shit about the promotion? We need it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we're binging. Americans are binge watching more. I've watched know, more content we've, than we've, I've ever done. We've had to resort to the Tiger King, right? <laughs> <laughs> So, Tiger, Eric, Tiger does, King and Cheer, and Cheer. And what? Have you watched Cheer yet? Oh, no, Cheer? no, no. I know, I know people were talking you know about what, that in January. Cheer, the six part episode. It's called <laughs> You love It's the real thing. Check it out if you haven't seen it. It's really good. Watching, you know, the top school, junior college, if I'm not mistaken, have the nationals documentary and how they and on second place. And Susan, are you still there? Have we lost each other? <laughs> Modern technology. Court, are you still with us? Yeah, we're here. You were breaking up a lot. Okay. Oh. Okay, back, so Susan? Court, you, you can't hear him either, huh? When, nope. that, when that happens. Yeah. Okay. I, I uh, but I do, I do believe when you go back and hear the recording, maybe. Oh, oh we just lost Susan. But it's still Damn recording. <laughs> I know. Damn apocalypse. Susan will, Susan will be back with us in just a moment. Court, let's hijack the show. Okay. Here, here comes Susan again. <laughs> She'll chime in in a second. Oh, it's so hard to have Susan, our host, missing from us. But we are living in strange times, aren't we, Court? We are living in very strange times. It's almost it's another apocalypse. An internet apocalypse. It is. We've hijacked your show, Susan. That's fine. I should just <laughs> <laughs> because I keep that was like the third time I got kicked out and had to come back. So the apocalypse, baby. It's the apocalypse. Yeah. So all I was saying is watch Cheer, uh, six part documentary on Netflix. It follows a I think it's a junior college and how they uh, compete in nationals. Uh, okay. So if you're a fan of Bring It On, which, you know, I worked on, mm -hmm. uh, you'll love Cheer. And it's fun to see them mention Bring It On twice in the documentary. Oh, yeah. It's so exciting being that I worked on Bring It On that it has still this iconic you know oh yeah presence. especially with the with the cheerleaders yeah mm -hmm. so it's a well, great documentary so after you're done with uh i keep calling it lion king but it's not it's called <laughs> tiger, it's king. Not tiger king well yeah it is well it's close in title name oh but tiger king bad. lion king the tiger it's a mm -hmm. lion you know it's still a cat yeah, the further I get away from having seen it, the the more I wish I hadn't seen it. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, tough. Uh, as a matter of fact, on your on your 
last show, uh, um, how uh, uh, Karen, right, was saying how she did, couldn't watch it because of the animal abuse. No, Kelly. Kelly, thank you. Thank you, <laughs> uh, Kelly. Sorry. Are you man. in on the Karen debate now? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't even know about this debate. Great. I just stepped in it. <laughs> Kelly, sorry for the dyslexic moment there if you're listening. But, uh, you know, but the animal abuse, and after I heard her say that, I didn't start because I'm still watching it and watching it through her eyes. I'm like, oh, yeah, she cannot watch it. Yeah, yeah. you don't watch it. Just go watch Disney Plus. They have some really great documentaries. Like, I watched oh, my God. and it was really I love, good. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love their documentaries on Disney yeah. Plus. Yeah. yeah. But, so, Eric, now that you've watched Cheer you can watch Pandemonium. And I posted a link on my <laughs> Facebook page. Okay. I have a whole list that you guys gave me before the apocalypse. Where is it? It's on my desk here, buried in a bunch oh, of little That's what notes. I was going to, I was going to ask you. So does this mean that you've started Mr. Robot? No, because I still, have, oh. I still have, I'm looking for the piece of scrap paper where I watched all our soupy awards must sees. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm working my way through those. <laughs> okay. Wow. So Good I job. will try, you know what? I do believe the apocalypse, and whoops, sorry, the apocalypse will be with us throughout the year. So I will try to yeah. make it a goal to watch Mr. Robot. And hey, oh, don't, don't forget, don't forget to put these on the, uh, on the spreadsheet. I do. I need to update my spreadsheet now that I've lost yeah. the, the, the piece of paper I'm scribbling on all these things because I'm keeping track of what I'm watching because I do have a chance of competing against you and Kelly now. Uh, <laughs> it's the most but, seen shows. Well, I, I don't think you'll catch up with Kelly though. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I at least have a fighting chance. Cause as you know, when I, when you, when you work in this industry, you don't have time. You're working so hard on creating your content for your show. You're one little piece of the universe of Hollywood that you don't really have much time to watch anybody else. Well, now everybody in this community has time to watch everybody else. And it's been fascinating <laughs> to, to watch our community, the Hollywood community, talking about all the other stuff. And I do guarantee that this will reshape. It'll be very interesting to watch the yeah. Emmy Awards this year and how they might be reshaped by what's going on because Believe it or not, uh, what happens with the Emmy voting, and we're going way off talk, topic, so oh, I'll no, just no, no. make it quick. I want to hear about it. Is, yeah, what, um, what happens with the Emmy thing is you have these little events that you go to, and the events were just starting up. So they had Westworld oh. and Lost in Space that I signed up for. And Westworld, I still went to, but I was very nervous and made sure I cleaned my hands and stayed away, and we were bumping elbows during mm -hmm. it and the people who were serving the food had gloves on and stuff was covered and they wow. were it was buffet style what so was the date of the event um let me look at my calendar here while i talk so um i was very nervous and if anybody would have coughed in that theater i would have gotten up and left you mm -hmm. know if i felt but i did feel like people were becoming aware of what was going on so only the healthy people i feel like only but then we've learned that people without symptoms were, right. you know what I mean? That but false we, sense of confidence. Mm -hmm. So as I looked this up, so I was very nervous that night and I actually wrote it down 
because I was going to clock myself on if I did catch it, I knew where I caught it from. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I also felt that everybody, even though we were tight together, this happened on March 6th. Mm, okay. The, the, the Lost in Space panel happened on March 8th. And that one I canceled out of because it was at Netflix and it was going to be in a small, which I, I love this theater because it is a small group of 100 people mm -hmm. in the screening room but it's too tight. Right. And so okay. I'm like, you know what? I'm getting too nervous here. Even the Westworld one, you know, it shows you how much I like Westworld because it was, <laughs> the, the season, you know, cause it didn't air till I think the 12th, if I remember correctly. And so I was willing to risk catching COVID-19 <laughs> to see the premiere of season three. And it didn't disappoint. Um, when I saw it, it was like, Ooh, good. Um, but that was on the sixth and I was still very nervous about going to that. And sure enough, they canceled the eighth, um, lost in space. And I was happy they did that. So I didn't feel so guilty mm -hmm. about not going. And then soon after that, the weekend they shut Hollywood, they canceled all Emmy events like this. And what an Emmy event is you go and you they put like in terms of Westworld they had it in their big theater because they knew that they would get a lot of people to show up which is I think it seats I'd like to say a thousand but I'm hoping it's only three or four hundred uh, it's, it's a big theater I don't know how many it seats but it seats a lot and then you cram out afterwards and they serve you nice food and drinks wine and beer and 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 they had costumes from the show up and they had a photo spot up where you could get your photo taken with the Westworld season three logo. I mean, they just kind of try to get you excited about the show. And then you will make sure as a voting member to continue either watching all of the episodes or they kind of show you sometimes that's the episode they put up for consideration for best series okay. or whatever. So they try to get, get you into that mindset. Okay, I'm going to watch the show and then I'm going to when they when they advertise to you hey best actress and best costume design and best editing and best that you've at least seen the show and you could say you know what i do agree with that the visual effects in that episode were really good see what i'm getting at how they kind of get a good block of voting members to see the content or at least be aware of it to see more of it at home now that all of this has stopped and are you guys still there? Yep. Yeah, we're here. Good. Now that all of this has stopped, it'll be really interesting how they market to us voting members and how right. they get our eyeballs on some of this. And there has been some talk about doing these kind of, you know, Skype uh, panels and everything, mm -hmm. you know, that you can kind of tune into and then you can watch the actors talk about the show and everything. But I don't think it's going to be as effective as these these screening parties, I guess, would be a good way to put it. So mm -hmm. I think you might find a, a more diverse range of um, shows being nominated this year. I'm, I'm very fascinated to see what it'll do to what shows get nominated this year. You might see mm -hmm. some some breakouts like uh, like um, um, Tiger King actually being nominated for Best <laughs> God, no. No. Yeah. Please yeah. no. <laughs> yes, and maybe even Cheer being nominated for Cheer, Best maybe, Documentary yeah. Series. No, I, I do think that you might see these, these 
things that have I, it'll be interesting let's see what happens and mm -hmm. and luckily our voting always takes place at home so that though there was some there i think there still was panels where a selected group of people get together and vote on a certain category mm -hmm. and that i think i think that now has been all pushed at home yeah i'm voting i'm a, a blue ribbon judge for for the emmys and i'm having to watch 45 shows oh that were nominated for best editing. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And it's been fun to actually do because it is such a broad spectrum because it's the daytime awards. Mm -hmm. So you get you get the soap operas and you get and you get the uh, I wouldn't say talk shows, but you get those uh, you get some sports, you get you just get a big spectrum of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so it makes it a little hard to judge for best editing. But it's also um, fun yeah. to vote for best editing because it's just neat how all these editors that I normally don't see their content um, handle the content that they've been presented and then they present. So I get cooking shows, get travel mm -hmm. shows, I get uh, building, house building shows, the soap operas. So I was um, wondering sports. about the soap operas. Uh, yeah. Because, um, you know, they're still on and mm -hmm. it's like, how far in advance do they film? <laughs> because I know those productions well, are all shut down. I think it's, I think it's a month. Okay. Or, yeah. or at least a couple. You know, they bang, they, my memory. Yeah. From my, just bang out. Um, they try to stay ahead of the curve because if they have to go back in there and edit some stuff, because there's still a little bit of editing. Most of it's live mm -hmm. editing, I think. I, I, might be, I might be mistaken because I haven't started entering that cate category yet because that's, okay. you know, because now they've been so decimated. There's only four in that category. So I'm like, oh, good. Mm. Let me <laughs> handle the big category first and then I'll watch that. That'll be easy to watch. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It'll just be four. And then I could say out of the four, this one is the best editing. And then, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's a little easier to control than some of this other stuff. But um, I do know that they shoot, they do, sh I think it's a month in advance because they try to stay. I mean, God bless them, the writing of the show. You know, it's a factory how they pump those things out. So they yeah. got to do five, five, one hour or half hour shows what? a yeah. week. And mm -hmm. so they need, the, they need a little lead time. So you are, <laughs> you are going to see those end soon, though. I think Trump has been very good for them. Because he interrupts them, uh, <laughs> right? So but then I did, yeah. But then instead of saving them, I well, I, instead of saving them, I heard that they are um, posting them online, uh, okay. you know, on streaming. Yeah. So I guess they are still showing them. So yeah, they are going to run out of that content pretty yeah. soon. I think. But by hey, next imagine month, how far ahead the writers will get. <laughs> That's it too. Is that's what our town is doing? Is all the mm -hmm. writing writers' rooms are up and running, and they're they're um, pushing. It. I, but I, I really can't wait to see what season eleven of The Walking Dead does, uh, mm -hmm. because this they might write some of this chaos into the show. You know, oh, it'll yeah. be it, like they have a new perspective because they're physically living some of this stuff and the isolation stuff. So it would be interesting to see if they incorporate some of that into all three of the shows. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, 
yeah, I could re- I could really relate with with Princess. You know, she said, mm-hmm. "I've been alone here for a year." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I can really relate to her. <laughs> and, I, and I have to, I, and I have to entertain myself. Mm-hmm. And it, it was interesting for her to say that the city was clean, that there weren't. And what did she call them? She didn't call them walkers. She called them oh, rotters. Rotters, yeah. She had a different term for them, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what The Walking Dead and and the trailer for uh, Fear the Walking Dead looked very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so is Morgan a walker now? That's an interesting question. Because that eye looked kind of, well, it was red. red. It wasn't white. So. Oh, I'm scared. Know. I'm scared, I but know. then I saw an advertisement for some new show, and he uh-huh. was an actor on it. So I'm yeah. like, oh, he's dead. oh, was that on AMC? Yeah. yeah, that show is from 2014. Oh, oh he's still alive then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't worry, it's an old show, <laughs> but they needed more content. Yeah. I did, I did a Susan on that. I went, uh oh, he's on another show. He's dead. <laughs> no. No, but he's you know. he's filmed lots of shows in uh, in the UK mm-hmm. that we haven't heard of or seen here, and so I guess they're going through those because <laughs> there's another one that I watched a few months ago that was on Hulu, I think. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, there's there's lots of Lenny James content out there. And as a Walking Dead fan, and I hate to say this, I'm glad that Maggie. Uh, is back and I'm glad oh, that her, her show, show failed. Yeah, her show <laughs> failed so she could be back. You know, it's like you, <laughs> you, you, you kind of get a little, but her show looked great. Don't get me wrong. On Channel 7, I think ABC had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it really shouldn't have been canceled. I think it should have been given a, a second season to grow its legs and find its, mm-hmm. you know, its purpose, you know, like shows so, do. But I got to say, another question. I'm like, I'm glad her show's canceled. <laughs> yeah. So do you think that a lot of shows uh, that had to end early this year, do you think they'll be given a second chance then for next year and not just? My understanding. Yeah. My understanding is stuff that was on the bubble. Mm -hmm. You know what that term means? That stuff that could, you know, like it's not really doing good in the ratings. It's like barely hanging on, but there is a fan base. You know, you can name several good shows because of this. I think they're like, you know what, let's just, the rooms are already set up, the staff, you know, everybody's still in place. Let's just give them another season mm-hmm. and have have the writers rooms keep writing and let's give it another season because we need content because, you know, developing new shows and having new cast and stuff, it's very hard to even advertise to, to well, you can't launch them right, right. now. And that's, you know and I mean? that's what they would be doing right now, right? Yeah, exactly. We were when when I was hoping I'd be working by now because pilot season would have gone and the pilots would be shooting right now. And maybe even some of these shows would go straight to series based on the pilot. So stuff Hollywood is Hollywood is gearing up to start in May, June at the latest July. And now with all of it, this is really really screwing us because how are we (laughs) going to go back to work? Post is really screwed because we're slowing oh, down yeah, now. We're finishing up everything, anymore. and then yeah. there's not going to be any more content. Production isn't gearing up yet because we have to get a get through this 
to the point of where the curve starts bending down. But then how do you protect, you remember how I was talking about stuff, just environments being dirty to begin with? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sets have always been, and even post-production editing rooms, we have a mentality, if you're sick, you work your way through it because they don't have sick pay or they don't oh, pay you yeah. when you're sick. So you come to work sick. If you can still function with the fever and stuff, you still the fever. You still yeah. manage. Yeah, you still, you work. It's like an army. You know what I mean? A film crew is an army. You still march. You still work because we don't have the, the, the working mentality of if you're sick, stay home. No, we yeah. have a mentality if you're sick, what the hell are we going to do? You're going to throw us off schedule. You're a very vital member mm. to this crew. You cannot be sick. So okay. pump in the NyQuil, pump in the DayQuil, pump in this, pump in that. Get a vitamin B shot from the medic on set and keep going. Seriously, I'm serious. Yeah, It's always yeah. been a problem with Hollywood. It's something I've always hated, that, that this um, you cannot be sick mentality. Well, mm-hmm. look at where we are now. Guaranteed, mm-hmm. when we go back to negotiation, we're going to try to beef up our our sick pay and our you know blah blah blah. we're going to beef up stuff to start taking care of this problem because we can't have sick people on the set anymore and not only that we can't since we're not doing the proper testing how are we going to protect and i've heard some showrunners talk about their actors who are in risk in the risk age Mm -hmm. i'm not going to have an emmy award-winning actor or an oscar award-winning actor be on a film set and have the chance of catching this and dying mm-hmm. from it. Mm-hmm. Look, we had the big Tom Hanks scare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Can you imagine? Thank God we didn't lose Tom Hanks and his wife to this. And yeah. Idris Elba. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Eric, when, when that happened, that's when everybody started taking it seriously. It did. And it's so sad yeah. that as <laughs> our, you know what? You're absolutely right. Maybe Tom Hanks actually saved a lot of lives because he caught it. Because most of America kind of ignored was ignoring this and when he got it and he was locked up people woke up maybe you're right Mm -hmm. a lot of people woke up because you know I I hate to say this but people just don't unless it happens in their circle Mm -hmm. and thank God for actors actors are in their circle because we Mm -hmm. get so attached to them and love them like even our Walking Dead crew if we hear of any of them getting sick, it would be devastating to us yep. and fearful of, us mm-hmm. of somebody mm-hmm. dying, you know, from this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it wakes people up to like this, this shit that's got real, you know what I mean? And maybe Tom Hanks woke a lot of people up to that. But now imagine coming back, Hollywood coming back. How do we protect ourselves on a set and say goodbye to craft service? <laughs> because craft service was a communal eating area where you go up yeah. and you grab the spoon and you dump the M&Ms into your hand and you put the spoon back down. Well, now the spoon, if you think about it, is just as deadly as <laughs> people reaching in and grabbing the M&Ms with their hands. You know yes. what I mean? You know, so you start thinking about all that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm already calling it say goodbye to craft service. But how are you going to well, keep the crew happy? I, I think they can do it differently. Like maybe like have what? a me, bags or a bag of food it. or bag exactly. lunch, whatever. Yeah. They'll have to or, do it that uh, way. My solution is you actually give that budget to the crew and you say, sorry, guys, you got to bring your own snacks. Here's here's your 20 bucks a day or a week. Oh, okay. 
uh, mm -hmm. to do it. Because what happens with the crew is everybody's working different shifts and different schedules. Mm -hmm. And yes, you have your meal, your lunch or your dinner at a six hours into your job and you have your breakfast. Basically what it is, you show up, you have a breakfast because everybody almost starts at the same time for breakfast. Then six hours from that, you have your lunch. And then six hours from that, you have your dinner or a walking meal. Well, what happens is everybody is on different schedules. So editorially, mm -hmm. we're on a different schedule. But when we're working with the crew, they might have lunch at three o'clock and we eat with them. So it becomes mm -hmm. like we have to kind of snack because we started at nine o'clock. So I need a snack like at noon to get me to three, which becomes maybe I'll eat. I'll save most of it and eat it three hours later for dinner. You know what I mean? It's it just throws everybody's schedule off, mm -hmm. and that's what the the craft service on the set is designed to do: is to keep all these people with these different schedules fed and happy, and their okay. energy up to keep pumping through the long hours that we work. How are we going to do this with this this change? Also, like I said, once people get sick, the medic's going to be more vital to us right. ever on the set because he will hopefully i'm hoping the studios implement test kits mm -hmm. like you just have to have test kits and anybody that shows any sign they get that now this 15 minute test and if if it shows the virus you shut down the production immediately and you test the whole crew mm -hmm. are we going to have our yeah. are we going to have our temperatures checked every day right every day set? welcome set right yeah mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like, to me, if I was a showrunner, I would that the crew, and it's very hard on families, but it happens when you go out of town to shoot something, you're away from your family. I would ask to make that sacrifice of, we need to isolate ourselves and let's just put our whole crew in there and just keep them quarantined to the production. And I know that's very drastic way of approaching it but if you have your crew in a hotel and you take them to set and you bring them back and then they're just isolated and they're everybody's together and everybody's healthy the chances of success of pumping through the show or a feature mm -hmm. grow grow but at the same time you're asking people to self-isolate for the success of the show and that's very hard to do but it's so going to be necessary until we find a vaccine. Like, yeah, of this until they yeah. find. So, how Hollywood picks up and moves forward is going to be very fascinating. And I got to yeah. tell you, we don't know yet in this town how we're going to do that because we're too busy freaking out and trying to figure out how we're going to financially survive mm -hmm. until this town comes back. Yeah. And so, we're just focused on all of the um all of how we're gonna how we're gonna survive right now financially because we've yeah. never had and is our union gonna survive too because we've never had all of our income instantly be wiped out that feeds into our health care that feeds into our mm -hmm. pension no oh, wow. you know what i mean yeah yep so so we've got we've got issues there that we need to address and how are we going to address it? Like our, our union just announced we're going to cut our dues in half for this quarter to help with the financial burden on, on its members, mm -hmm. you know, so our dues are cut in half for this quarter, which is every three months. Yeah. You know what I mean? So 
it's like we haven't even started talking about how we're going to move forward and protect everybody while we work together because we are so close we're such a tight family working together mm -hmm. both in post and in production so mm -hmm. and that's why you see uh the show uh the walking dead was stopped because they were finishing up on the last show i have some intel on this so you have some exclusive um they were wrapping up on the last couple of episodes but they were definitely working on the season finale they spent a lot of money on it so this is this is going to be a big season finale for the walking dead um and they have a lot of visual effects well the problem is when this town shut down all the people who work on the visual effects hopefully got pushed into their houses working on the visual effects so you can kind of keep it going but where the bottleneck happens or where the problem happened with the show is how can you then take those visual effects and cut them into the show and color correct them and mm -hmm. and do the final adjustments in the mix because that demands a facility to go to yeah. and those facilities have been shut down okay because they yeah. cannot protect everybody there you and can't just the, email we're not a fighter or whatever. Yeah, we're not. Like, well, he can. You can send if you're working on a visual effects shot. You can send it yeah. to what we call the post house. But uh, our state has shut down that service because it's not vital. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then there's nobody there, and there's no safe way, even if it was vital, of keeping people safe in that environment to cut that shot in and then produce the masters that will air. See. So that's why this episode has been postponed because it became too tricky for them to keep people safe. And then with the state shutting everything down, it just became impossible. And that's when they pulled the plug and said, we, we just can't get the show finished in time. And also, we don't want to hurt this finale because this one, the fans are going to really love. We spent more money than we do on this episode. We've put some extra money into it to make it this big thing. So my fear of hearing that as a fan mm -hmm. is that we're going to lose some more people. We might even lose the sets that we've grown familiar with for the past five years. They might well, just do a clean yeah, sweep. We've yeah, we've lost Hilltop. Uh, we've. I think we're going to lose Alexandria. Actually, I think they're going to. I because we saw it invaded by the horde. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows if we're going to like get a totally reboot of the look of the show and our characters. We might lose a lot of characters and they might be spread out all amongst the area they're in. So mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see what they, they do with the show moving forward. Mm -hmm. Just on that that level, you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> so we really haven't talking about the show. <laughs> <laughs> there were about 20 minutes in there somewhere. <laughs> all weaved together. But I will yeah. say, I will say, um, we were talking about what uh, what we become, which is Miss Shone's last episode uh, for a while. Anyway, um, I love traveling through time and seeing what she would have been, mm -hmm. and how Rick killed her. It was like what? Yeah. That was so cool just to see what her life would have been in a different like a different universe mm -hmm. um and i do believe oh, Negan would have brought her into that his fold and, and she would have been a very the music woman. the music that they were playing during that scene you know with when where she was a savior and was gonna you know kill 
some of our old crew, mm-hmm. um, since it was different from the rest of the music that we hear on the show, it kind of reminded me, I, we'll, we'll go back to Game of Thrones when um, in, in the Winds of, the, Winds of Winter episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Where they mm-hmm. had the the piano music, the Light of the Seven was mm-hmm. the title of the piece. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know something something weird's going to happen because we never hear this instrument on this show, and <laughs> so it was kind of the the same kind of a feeling there. Yeah, it was really it was just really like the episode was great because they explored some stuff. It's a little it's a little wacky though how they got there because it was kind of time travel alternate universe right. sci-fi thing but yet they were trying to disguise it as a acid dream if you're having an right. acid dream how would you you know what i mean so it's a little we all love it because it was uh you know to see mm-hmm. in a different universe but i gotta say it was to me it was a little bit of a what do you call it a little bit of a i did not like the way she, I just don't believe the character would have left her daughter over a walkie and especially, you know what I mean? It's just like, you know, I mean, if, if she would have talked to somebody else, like, um, you know, somebody else that she trusted and said, Daryl, take care of her or Carol, take, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, because there were, um, in, in, was it this week's episode? Yeah, there. Um, I think Daryl was trying to raise her on the on the radio. Uh-huh. So, oh well. <laughs> you know, so that to me was a little bit uh, like, oh, you don't want to have her come back for another episode and say goodbye again. Okay, okay. But then they the way they left the show where you open it up to another universe mm-hmm. which rick might live in uh was great so then you kind of go okay i forgive this it's just a little bit wonky in the writing sometimes what the show does but then you forgive it because it helps them get to something really cool yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean so it's yeah. just for me, as long as it facilitated her exit without them killing her off, like I was satisfied. Plus, with the Rick connection, though, like when they, when they announced that she was leaving, I was trying to figure out how they were going to make that happen with her reuniting mm-hmm. with Rick somehow, and then with the kids because Jude has been become such a central character. I couldn't see them taking her out like out of play, like to mm-hmm. go with Michonne unless they got their own show. And I could totally see them taking her out because she needs to move on with her career. yeah but luckily the show has such a franchise they can say oh you want to move on with your career why don't we put you as the co-star with rick grimes (laughs) right Mm -hmm. in in a movie (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) you don't have to kill me (laughs) (laughs) but what's great is they have this season they've done a great job of bringing back the threat of everybody is expand. Everybody can die. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Even Judith. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really fearful for her because they could 
she's, I mean, our, our whole team is compromised at, at the end of the tower. Uh, you know, you've got a big battle coming. And then they show you that little teaser scene and then you're like, oh my God, everyone's gonna die. You know what I mean? So we could lose a lot of people uh, when we get to see this last episode. I guess A Certain Doom is the name of the episode. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a good title. <laughs> and it's so funny. It's on IMDb. It says A Certain Doom and it goes, know what this is about? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Be the first to post the plot. <laughs> so they're even keeping it secret on IMDb, oh, our good. industry's uh, database good. for everything made in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Well, we've probably put our listeners to sleep by now. Probably. Oh, well. I'm so excited, though, Corey, that you're on, on the show. Oh, I've only listened to you as a fan. Yeah, same same here like i love listening to when you talk to susan about uh, the walking dead so when she invited me i was like yes absolutely <laughs> well we'll definitely have to do this more often so do we have any susan since you're the all-knowing any clue when the new incarnation of what's it called it's got the, oh, the world title. beyond the, the world beyond well, Okay. I don't know. I mean, maybe this summer. I, I, you would, uh, you would know more than I would because you know you'll know when they. You might hear first when they start restart yeah, this production. Find, yeah, I'll try to do some. I'll try to do a little snooping for you uh, mm -hmm. since I have connections uh, to see why they were held off, and uh, and it might. I I could have swore that show was in the can because yeah. uh, they get started on it. Weird. Say what was that court? They were all set to go. It's weird. Like, I was like, okay, so we're in the middle of the apocalypse. I can watch this. And they're like, no, you can't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they know. And then they showed the trailer to Fear the Walking Dead. When was that supposed to start? Summer. Yeah. yeah I mean, I thought they, they had all these lights. See, to me, they, are, you know what? They probably have it in the can, but it throws off their whole production schedule because you know how they've been building to have walking dead all year round mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just continuous you know all year round so the new show starts then when it breaks for its mid-season probably then you bring in fear then it breaks you bring back the new show it ends fear ends and walking dead comes back and now that the production schedules have been all thrown off they're probably like let's hold or let's god i don't know i'll try to do some snooping and find out what's mm -hmm. going on with that because I was I thought I, I was looking forward to next week starting the new show but you and know the, you, the good news is that they're bringing back Killing Eve is coming back early yay I know and I okay I haven't watched it yet and I'm telling you the trailer <sighs> for the third season it's like I gotta binge watch yes that show yes it looks so You've got a few good. days you can do it <laughs> oh I'm okay with the since they they're since they're airing Killing Eve, I'm okay with binge watching towards the end of the season of Killing Eve. You know what I mean? Okay. Season three. Yeah. yeah. So that way I can just oh, rip okay. through all three seasons. Through. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which would probably be fun. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I wish I could find my list on my desk. I'm like, oh, here it is. I found it. Yay! So 
let's see what I've gotten through in the last month. Contagion, Invisible Man, Mrs. Maisel Season 3, El Camino, mm-hmm. Troop Zero, Lost in Space Second Season, Cheer, Robot Love and Sex on Netflix, Devs I'm still getting through because it's uh-huh. airing on FX right now, uh, The Crown Season 3, uh, Maiden, the documentary Maiden that came out last year about the oh, yeah, first yeah. all-women sailing mm-hmm. group, which was so phenomenal if you haven't seen it. As a matter of fact, that's got my highest rating out of everything. It got an A. That was a great documentary and should have been nominated for Best Documentary last year with the Oscars. Mm. And then, of course, Dynamite is my name. Uh, I'm going through Clone oh, Dolomite Wars. Dolomite is and, my name. Yeah, Dolomite is my name. Thank you. Going through Clone Wars season, whatever it is, the final season that they finally put on. Uh, better things. And then what is, what's the new Disney movie from Pixar that just came out? Oh, Onward. Onward. Yeah. Onward. It's spelled with a U, isn't it? Spelled differently? No. Okay. Um, I just watched that. That's That was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved it. As, as usual, Pixar, you know, come on, Pixar, knock it out of the park. Uh, and no, I'm so I, glad I you may- think, yeah. I, I also watched that over the weekend, and at one point I may have been ugly crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did a little bit too. You know, the mm-hmm. Disney always Disney always reinvents it. It's like, well, instead of the father relationship or the mother relationship, let's do the brother relationship since Frozen did the sister relationship. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And it was just so clever, the little montage at the well, spoiler alert, little montage of the brother thinking back yeah it was so good it was just really good so on my list of things that you've recommended of course oh i got through that uh jesus show dark dark crystal i still need to get through i'm having i'm struggling a little bit with that probably because it it's a little young in terms of plot Mm -hmm. you know it's still cool it's still awesome but it's not that complicated so i kind of fall off of it and watch something else <laughs> but i want to finish it because i love it so much it's so great and i hope they get a second season uh uncut jim i still need to mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. what's up doc oh what's up doc i want to see that again you the didn't see movie. uncut gems for the um spirit awards i remember i screwed up on the spirit awards because i didn't get oh, my okay. screeners you remember that whole right. thing got screwed up yes. for me so i didn't get to see anything yes, sorry. uh making waves uh, the Mustang Lost, uh, Blow the Man Down, Driveways, Kingdom, uh, Letter Candy, Black Godfather, Years and Years, and Messiah. Those were all your guys' recommendations. I so yeah, you're going <laughs> to love Letter Candy. I watched it twice last year. I went through the entire series twice. And what was I say that again? Letter Kenny, I went through the entire series twice last year. I'll try to I'll try to move that up on the viewing. And then now Apocalypse and Sex and Education on Netflix are two other ones. So see, there's plenty to watch. And then Mr. Robot, I gotta write that down. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't watch that, then <laughs> if anybody complains about the apocalypse, obviously they don't watch any TV. Obviously. <laughs> or movies. Yeah, because this is your dream. I've talked to so many friends, and I say, "Haven't you always wanted this?" I mean, the threat of getting something that can re- kill you is not what right. you want. But didn't you always want the world to slow down so you can spend time with your family or your loved ones, or sitting on a couch watching TV? 
Haven't you always wanted that? And now we've got it. So, well, then they say, well, yeah, but not for six weeks <laughs> or eight weeks. Oh, I, we're in the long, we're in this till May, maybe even June. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. So my advice, get out there, exercise. Exercise is very important. Luckily, we have the technology to, to be online with our friends and actually physically see them. Mm -hmm. So set up appointments to see your friends online, drinking parties, movie parties, poker parties, you name it. Just do it with your friends online. It really does help. It works. And reach out to your community and volunteer. Give some of your time to who needs help out there, whether it be your neighbor or, or a person, a homeless person in need, uh, buying them something and handing it to them, you know, from a distance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, do what makes you happy right now. You know what I mean? And take advantage of like projects that you've had sitting around that you've never had time to do, or you've put off. We're heading into the summer months. Take advantage of it because things are going to be slow for a while. Enjoy the open freeways. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the, fresh, the fresh air and the open freeways here in LA, LA are uh -oh. a dream come true. <laughs> and also support, try to support your restaurants where you can. For me, uh, the safety issue of the food containers has got me freaked out. Mm -hmm. So what they recommend is buying, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, cards, um, uh, gift cards. So if you can support your local restaurants that you love that are mom and pop, buy a gift card from them to say, here's the money for you to survive now. And when you get back, I will come and enjoy this great restaurant because I have a lot of restaurants around me that are mom and pops. And I'm really fearful, fearful of them not making it through this. Mm -hmm. You know, Court, what are you going to do with your time? What, what's other than watching shows? Yeah. Well, I'm still working from home for most of the day. Um, other than that, um, once my allergies settle down, I really want to get my garden going. I, I was able to start a bunch of stuff like in-house. I want to actually get out to my greenhouse and like to, to put some stuff in the ground too. Um, I have a, a loom knitting project I've been working on forever so I can work on that and some writing. Like I haven't had time to write. So now I'm in the house. I, I have plenty of time or just chill. Like it's okay to just chill. It is nice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, this is oh. I need I need to lay down. <laughs> <laughs> My sister turned the basement into a skating rink. So I ordered skates. They just came today, so I'm gonna join in on that. Sweet. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. So much fun. Definitely. And you find do you find working helps you or you find you're a little bit less productive because of the chaos that's going on? I feel like it depends on the day. Um, most of last week, all of us were zombies and like feeling really depressed and emotional about all of it. But I think it's helping to distract this week. We'll see how, how it feels. It's going to be an on and off thing, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Susan? I'm, I'm kind of struggling sometimes to get stuff done. And, you know, just like still kind of in denial that I'll probably never get back to work again. And, but then, you know, this is my last semester of school. So maybe I could have another job by the time we're done with this. Are you going to be able to do your school from home? Yeah. Cause you were kind yeah. of doing that. Weren't you doing that anyway? I, I yeah. Remember. 
Yeah. And so it's just a matter of staying focused, you know? So, um, I'm, I'm still procrastinating, mm-hmm. which I don't understand, but it's, you know, the anxiety and whatever that's making me procrastinate still. So, but I'm getting stuff done. I turned in everything for this week. I turned it in yesterday and it's all today's the last day of the week. So, <laughs> so, I mean, I'm getting stuff done, but I'm just still stressing myself out about it. Stressing yourself out about getting it done? Yeah, because I'm procrastinating. Oh. Uh, well, for me, and... stress stress <laughs> for me in the procrastination makes me more um, motivated or more productive. Does that work for you? Yes and no. So <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like I'm turning in my first draft. <laughs> so, you know. And, and Are you writing? Yeah. Oh, you are? Yeah. Well, writing is a very tricky thing when you say you procrastinate because your brain is still, don't you still think about it a little bit while you procrastinate? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I truly believe that uh, when you procrastinate in writing, it is your subconscious working through the problems that you need to work through to move on with your story Mm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you think you're doing a little bit of that probably because i'm probably doing like an outline and Mm -hmm. getting it all organized but yeah i still need to but that's the hardest part too that's also the hardest part of the process of writing is getting your outline down and doing your research and stuff like that so mm-hmm. I could I could understand you struggling. Every writer struggles with that. You know what I mean? Because that is the hardest part. Because once you get all that stuff there, then it's like, ah, oh, I can now write. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so so get to it. You have a story yeah. you need to present to the world. Get get on it. Just keep remembering that's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. We need these stories out there right now. I was just telling, I was talking to a singer, a uh, it's so uh, I love the internet you know I went to high school with her hadn't seen her in 30 years and then we reconnected on Facebook and she has this incredible voice and she posted yesterday how depressed she was because of what's going on and I said and how singing helps her and I said we need to hear your voice right now and she's like I'm too picky about my own talent you know you know some the most talented people are self-destructive because of their own heads and I just told yeah. her look we need your voice. Just let it go and mm-hmm. sing for us because we need you right now. We need your voice. You know, so I think we all need to just take whatever talents we have and try to share them with each other um, so that we can, you know, we can brighten everybody else's day. And she sent me, she goes, well, I don't have any, I can't, I, can't, I really can't, you know, she was really in a hard spot, but she sent me a video of something she had done at church you know that somebody had recorded and it was so not it that helped me it was so great to see her singing and hear her voice again you know Mm -hmm. so i wrote her back and said do more (laughs) so if we just keep reaching out to our friends and helping our community out right now uh as best we can with being safe Mm -hmm. uh it really helps and your podcast helps susan so thank you for doing this Yeah, it's good to have something else to do, too. (laughs) Yeah. 
but it helps to hear Court and Kelly and and everybody else that's on your show, you know, on your shows that you do. It's good to hear that everybody is doing okay and and the fun, you know, bringing out the humor of what we're going through, you know, mm-hmm. not shaving mm-hmm. the legs and the grocery store debacles and the, <laughs> yeah. you know, the one thing we can get right now is gas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know this, and this happened what uh, three weeks after I bought a Prius. <laughs> so. <laughs> Hey, I put gas in it once. <laughs> you will hold the record for not filling that tank up for, you know, yeah, I have one tank of gas, uh, half a year. Right. <laughs> right. And there's some talk, this is the thing too, is also take the time to start checking into your, like calling your bills and, and stuff. Cause I just heard today that like the insurance, car insurance companies, if you ask for it, they'll give you a slight refund because you're not driving. Yeah. So I'm like, ooh, I'm going to call up my insurance company and see if I can get some of that money back because mm-hmm. my car is sitting in the, it's been sitting in the driveway for a month. So don't be afraid to reach out to every person you pay your bills to and say, what can you do for me? Credit cards, give me zero interest for 90 days, you know, yeah. you know, start doing that. Take the time to do that too, to financially help yourself out because we're all, you know, we're all in this boat together. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Nobody's alone in this and we can get through it. Yep. Yep. Well, thank you. <laughs> so good luck, everybody. And we will be back with another Quarren streaming edition probably on uh, on the weekend. So uh, until then, everybody, geek on. <laughs>